Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's eight minutes past four o'clock on KDKA. Dr. John Rindy joining us now. He is at Slipper Rock University where he serves as Associate Vice President for Career and Academic Progress at SRU. John, it's good to have you on the program. How you been? Hey, great, Rick. Thanks for having me. It's great to be back. I am uh, looking forward to this conversation because here we are into winter break. And for your students at Slippery Rock, it started, I, I guess, even a couple weeks ago now. They've, they've been off. And kids are kind of getting into a different kind of routine now, right? Maybe that includes sleeping late. Maybe that includes eating lots of mom's home cooking. Maybe that includes uh, a few more fresh-baked cookies as opposed to the ones that they might get in the dining hall or, say, downtown Slippery Rock. But there's also sort of a different stride they kind of need to be thinking about as well, and that's why I've got you here. How do you recommend that students say, okay, let's recharge mentally. Let's make sure that we're ready to go because before you know it, it'll be time to go back to school and get back in place. You know, there's a lot of great ways to spend winter term. And of course, you're right. I mean, I certainly think back to my days in undergraduate many uh, years ago, and uh, sometimes you just took it took it easy. But at the same time, we know that they're going to face that fateful question that at the end of any job interview, why should I hire you, right? Mm-hmm. And what they're really asking in those cases is, is uh, uh, why should I hire you and not the last six or seven people who all have bachelor's degrees and good uh, GPAs? Yeah. So winter is a a time to kick back, relax, but it's also a time where you can do other things that continue your growth uh, and basically build those stories that you can eventually talk about in job interviews. And some of those can be really uh, mind renewing, you know, whether that's things like community engaged learning, short term internships. Now they have these micro internships that you can do over the short term. Um, but um, I mean, I think there's no question that one of the important things that students should do is reconnect with their families. And that especially goes with the students who just started in the fall of 2023. This might be the first time that those folks have been away from their families for three or four months, uh, no matter what institution they went to. But we definitely want them to come back refreshed. You've been in higher education long enough to have seen a cycle of kids come through. You read their names at graduation, et cetera. But, you know, how long does it take to sort of unwind from one, unpack and get back into a family room? And, and maybe that family routine is different because you've been on your own for the last four months, right? You've been making the rules as to when you come and go, when you get up, when you go to bed, et cetera. And that might not be the same as what the rules were at home. So that can be sandpaper sometimes, right? 
Uh, it, re- it really can, but but let's face it, it also depends on what that report card looks like, right? <laughs> uh, that's true. That if you were successful, um, that might make it a little bit easier to say we'll do things with these rules, huh? Uh, it, it, it is. Uh, it, this is true. I just recently spoke to a group of school counselors, and I think they, they thought I was going to be talking a lot about, well, make sure students take this kind of math and this kind of foreign language if they're college-bound. But what I really talked about was make sure students are ready for self-regulated learning when they come to college because they're coming into an environment where nobody's getting them up and nobody's really taking attendance in many cases, and, and there has to be a certain level of self-regulation. And so really students get into that group throughout their first semester. And the ones that have struggled uh, often get down on themselves because of that. And so what I always recommend, and, and we do in our success coaching area, we do work with a lot of students who have struggled as well as ones who are doing really great and want to keep doing great. I always say, don't judge don't judge your college life. Don't say you're not college material just based on your first semester. You know, I have four college degrees, and I will tell you, I ended my first semester with a 2.7, mm-hmm. and it didn't get much better after that for quite a while. And so if I would have judged myself on that um, and not taken a little bit of time to relax, do a little reflection, and get back on my feet, I would not have continued on in my studies. So how then can you get that message across to mom and dad as well? Because, I mean, it's one thing to say that to a kid who's on campus there in Butler County at Slippery Rock with with you, but when they go back home to Baden or Butler or you know Bethlehem, it may be a little different to say, okay, listen, cut me a little bit of slack here. It's a transition for me too. How, how do you get that message across? Well, I'm really glad you, you asked that question. You know, for years and years, we, uh, higher ed, I don't want to say slipper rock specifically, but higher ed have, have used terms like, you know, and we, you and I have talked about this on your show before, bulldozer parents and yeah, helicopter yeah. parents. And, and my philosophy has always been uh, whether the whether the parents went to college or not, uh, that's a huge source of influence that you are really missing out on if you aren't what I call harnessing the power of home. And so here, uh, you know, at orientation, I, I speak in the morning and I flash a little QR code up on the screen and I say to the parents, listen, uh, about every three three weeks, I'm going to send out a coaching, it's not a newsletter, it's just an email with an attachment. Here's what's going on this time of the semester. This is probably what, what your student is thinking. These are the things they're going to need to hear and here's some actions you can take. And it's a great way for me to inform about things coming up like, you know, uh, registrations coming up. They should be meeting with their advisors. They should be doing this. There's a job fair coming up too. I only send it out the first semester, but we really um, focus that email on coaching the parents through that first semester uh, because, you know, I'll even list questions or comments that their student is likely saying to them on the phone. And mm-hmm. here's how to respond to that. Are you using your resources? And uh, and I try to inform the parents of what those resources are. So it seems to be working really well looking at our, our campus persistence. So we have really strong persistence this semester for our freshman, sophomore, and junior class. It's one of the highest first semester persistence for our freshmen in history. And um, we're really on a good track right now. So we're trying all these little things, but mostly trying to harness the power of home so parents are also giving great advice. John Rindy is an assistant VP at Slippery Rock University, works with career and academic progress with students and, as you can hear, with their parents as well. So let's get back to this idea of these micro, uh, if you will, or these, these, these very small internships that are out there. And when is the right time to look in? After your first year? I mean, after your first semester? Or is this something, okay, at least get into a major and maybe wait until your, your sophomore year? Or is it, is it later than that even? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Rick, peer-reviewed studies are very clear on what the number one thing 
um, employers prefer to see on a resume, and that is relevant experience. Hmm. And so we have students who seek non-credit internships their first year. So their first summer, they go home and they try to work in their field or brush up against people that they will eventually work with in their field. Obviously, in some areas, if they want to be a clinical mental health counselor, they can't go out and spend time doing that as a first-year student, but they can do some things around those areas, and we can help them find those things. I think the the important message to students, college-bound students and uh, and ones that are in their first, second year is, you know, take advantage of your resources because, you know, if you go to your career office, uh, whether that's here at The Rock or one of our other great institutions around here, you're paying for career and you're paying for an internship person and you're paying for all this. And uh, the the phrase I always love to, to use is uttered by one of our faculty members is, if you don't use those services, you're you're paying your money at window one, and then you're driving off without your food yeah, because those right. are all included in the package. Yeah, yeah. It's not about it's not about sitting in a class and getting a degree. Seventy million people have done that. That doesn't make you unique in any way. So uh, you mentioned micro internships. Micro internships are uh, kind of a database of short term projects that students can get attached to, and uh, they can last from a, a few weeks to a couple of months. But it kind of gets them some work in their field, and that's kind of grown out of the COVID period, right? Mm-hmm. Where where people couldn't engage in regular internships, but companies needed to still get some work done. And so that's become very popular. So for a guy whose Twitter handle is bald career guy, I'm guessing you won't be doing like a micro internship in say hair care or, or things like that, right? I, uh, well, I am I'm an exceedingly <laughs> aerodynamic person. Let's yes, just say that. Yes, way. I always you say are. I'm the most aerodynamic guy on campus. You, you have far less resistance up there than I do. Let's just put it that way. I save a ton on hair care products, Rick. That's how it works. (laughs) John, it's always great to have you on. I always love laughing with you and and learning from you as well. Thank you very much, and have a great Christmas, all right? Hey, you do the same. It's great uh, catching up with you. Take care, Rick. Yep, always love having him here. John Rindy, again, he is an associate, uh, excuse me, assistant vice president for career and academic progress at Slippery Rock University. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.